I think it's going to be 45, 38 Chiefs. All right, so for our recording of this podcast, I'm an idiot, and I started it a couple minutes late again, but uh, we're talking about the Chiefs and the Chargers, and so basically for all the podcast listeners, all you have missed would be my really bad intro. And so say your score again real quick for the people. 45-38, Kansas City. 45-38, so that's a touchdown difference, and so you think that they win and cover. I... I want to pick the Chargers really badly in this game, but I just think that Kansas City has their number, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Kansas City. I think Kansas City's gonna win. I'm th- I'm gonna say it's gonna be a little less scoring. I'm gonna say 38-31, and so I'm still gonna have them win by a touchdown. But I think in the end, Patrick Mahomes will be too much, and Philip Rivers, I think, will make a mistake late, even though he's been very, very, very good at not turning the ball over this year. Um, I'm just curious, and so I'm going to go look and see what the over and under is. The over and under is 54.5. <laughs> so they think it's going to be a high-scoring game, too. Of course, if it's your score, then it's like 70 points, but I don't, I don't think that's crazy. I mean, both teams are definitely capable of uh, picking up this win. And so... We're going to do something that we haven't been doing, just for the heck of it. And uh, I guess Ian didn't send us any picks today. So, LA Chargers. You didn't get any from him. I sure did. Oh, no, he didn't send me any picks. So, I've got LA Clip uh, KC. We've got LA, or I've got the KC, and then you've got DD, you've got KC. Hey, Ian, if you happen to be listening out there and you want to send us any pics, man, send them to my phone. Uh, I'm not going to be out here trying to hunt them down on Twitter, which is fine. Um, Texans, Jets. Texans going to the Jets. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the Texans are probably going to win this game. And we need them not to. They're six and a half point favorites on the road with over and under 41 and a half. I just, I mean, the Jets had a cool little win last week against the Bills, but I mean, the Bills are really good at losing. Yeah. And so, I'm with you. I don't, I don't. I'm hoping for a miracle, but I don't, I don't, I'm not putting my money where my mouth is on this one, because I think the, I think they're going to end up winning this game like 30, 30, 34 to 10. Forty-five, thirty-eight. I'm writing your scores. You said what? Thirty-one to what? Thirty-four to ten. Yeah, I've got Houston in this game. I just the Jets don't have enough talent. That's just mean. At the end of the day, I mean their coach is going to get fired. They have a rookie quarterback. Um. They won on the road last week, which defied everything that is about this team. But well, keep in mind too, like you just said, they played the Bills. Yes, and they and they've got a couple of people for Houston that are questionable: J.J. Watt and um, DeAndre Hopkins. But they're both going to play. I mean, well, if, if, if Hopkins and J.J. don't play, then the Jets might win this game. Oh, they're going to play. They're, they're questionable. I mean, if, if they're still questionable. This 
this late into the into the week. I mean, I I haven't heard anything that, that says they're not going to play. So, please, 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 Jets defense, step up in this game. Oh yeah, because David's a Titans fan and he needs all these. I, I, I need Houston to do no better than one and three and finish the year. Yeah, I think you're going to be disappointed with that. I'm not expecting it. I think y'all need to chase that wild card. Is what y'all need to do because y'all are right there. Um, you need. Oh, so speaking about a team that you need to lose, also we've got the Browns playing at the Broncos. Now you don't need the Browns to lose, but the Broncos are at six and seven. Then that's just being one more team that could kind of, yeah. could They're fall out of the race. I mean, you need you really need. The I'll Colts be pulling against the Broncos anyway because I just don't like them. Yeah, I'm not a Bron. I, I used I don't to like hate them, but I just don't like them. I don't like that little Patrick Lindsay dude. Like he annoys the hell out of me. And dude, like every time they get it, like every time they do anything good, they like take pictures and they do like, backflips. No, here's my thing. I don't like them. I didn't like them when they had Elway as their quarterback. I don't like them when they have Elway as their GM. I don't like Elway. Elway can, yeah. can go jump. Why don't you like Elway? I just never did. There's just something about him I just didn't like. He was great, but I didn't like him at all. Like he, I felt the way I feel about Brady now about him then. Okay. I have never met someone that's like, I don't like him. Why? I don't know. It's something about his face. I'm going to put one of these right in his suck hole. Yes, that is a quote from uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, dude, Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley are coming out with a movie this yes, Christmas. And it looks. Holmes. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. I, that movie looks ridiculous. It's going to be stupid, but funny. Oh, my goodness. I hope we've been on air the whole time, but we have been because it's been doing that. All right. Well, hopefully our sound sounds a little better now that we're speaking into a microphone. I'm sorry, guys. I'm all kind of messing up, but that's all right. We're good to go. So we're going to go over to, we're not talking about that game yet. No, no, no. Uh, Cardinals, Falcons. Falcons by three touchdowns. Hold on. My phone is stupid. They don't even have a spread for this game. Because they're both trash. Like, I'll put it this way. Atlanta better not lose this game. Matt Ryan's deceptively having kind of a good year stat-wise. And so is Julio. Yeah. What? Oh, he's on. Okay, so let me ask you something about Julio Jones. How come he's the only dude in the world? Him and Calvin Johnson are the only, like, super crazy big receivers that can have, like, a billion yards receiving and then get, like, three or four touchdowns. And I think it's because their teams are terrible in the red zone. Yes. That's ridiculous. He's got 1,429 yards, 94 receptions, and five touchdowns. Please Atlanta trade that man. I'll rebuild. You know they were in the Super Bowl like two years ago, right? Yeah, but when it's just not working. Their defense is their problem, and they have a defensive coach. But is it me or does the uh, the defense always looks really small in Atlanta, and it looks like they just like mm-hmm. it just seems like it's always an undersized it's, defense. It's kind of like that. It was the same way that whenever uh, the guy was in Seattle. Is that because that's who it was? It was Seattle's defensive coordinator that's the head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you look at them, you look, you look at Seattle's defense whenever they were winning. They had Bobby Wagner, still do. He's a small linebacker, but he's a beast. You had Malcolm Smith, who was a small linebacker, but he was pretty good. Uh, you had 
Michael Bennett, who was big, but he wasn't like massively big. I mean, they they he their coach always played with these undersized defense guys. Like he just made it work. Earl Thomas, he's like five ten playing safety. Five ten playing safety. Yeah. I mean, speed is one thing you can't teach. Well, I would I would tell the people the over and under and all that, but they don't have nothing for this game. <laughs> they shouldn't. They're both bad. They're like, both bad teams. I think. But I, mean, I think that Atlanta wins this game like twenty three to six or something. I think Atlanta's going to win this game thirty four to thirty four to six. I think the Cardinals. Yeah, I think that good. How, Matt Ryan's got twenty eight touchdowns this year, and he's still got three games left. They're gonna they're gonna score, they're, they're gonna break out and score thirty one. Because Arizona's that bad. And Josh Rosen has been terrible. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean he, maybe, but I'm, I'm still sticking with mine. I'm, I'm going 23 to 6. 23-6? Yep. You come up with some really, really, really weird score projections, just so you know. Yeah, I do, but a lot of the time I'm pretty close to them. <laughs> you were... You were dead on last week. I mean, I was, I was, I think I got like maybe exactly half I, of the game right. The only one I was really off on was that Panthers game because they didn't do as much as I thought they were gonna do. All right, so real quick, I'm gonna. I said 38-31 for the for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 31-13 for the Houston New York Jets game, and I'm gonna go 34. Six in this game. I think Julio's going to have two touchdowns. But, um, we got a soldier hitting me up real quick. I, I'll say this. I do think Julio has two touchdowns in that game. You think he has two touchdowns in that game? That's, that's about what I'm predicting. Um, he, he has been the best wide receiver in the NFL this season by far. I don't even think it's close. I mean, Hopkins has played well, and I know you think he only gets I, I think, the I Hopkins. Think that, I think that year. Julio gets two touchdowns, and I think they kick field goals the rest of the way. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're usually not a very good red zone team. I'm not going to look up all the super advanced stats on that, just because then I would sound like Ian. No, that's Ian's thing. And that's not a shot at Ian. Just, oh, my God, there's so many games here I just don't want to talk about. Bad week. Lions and the Lions at the Bills. Lions by. Mm, oh God, I can't even do what I did last week with them because they're just bad, bad. Uh, <laughs> they're both just really bad. Uh, Somehow Detroit's won five games this year, and I have no idea how. Um, let's go with twenty-four to. Who you picking? 13. 24-13 Detroit. You're picking Detroit? Yeah. I'm uh, shouting out my fan base real quick. Steffi tweets. Bill Mafia. I'm going Buffalo again because I'm a sucker for punishment. And I think it's going to be 17-14. to Actually, 17-13. to I just... Matt Stafford has been super garbage this year. Like, even just, he's got 3,100 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. But I don't, 
I just haven't seen anything from him this year. I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if something's going on with him or just there's not a lot of talent and they got rid of Golden Tate. But dude, I mean, it's a two. What's the over and under in this game? Dude, Josh Allen leads the Buffalo Bills in rushing. <laughs> That's not a good sign when your quarterback is leading your team in rushing with 490 yards. And no, it's not. And, and, dude, he's had five touchdowns and nine interceptions, and all the Buffalo Bills fans, and you included, Steffi Tweets, are all like, oh, my gosh, Josh Allen's our savior. And I'm like, save him from what? Y'all were in the playoffs last year, <laughs> and then y'all got rid of everybody because your ownership and your GM is trash. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, I feel so bad for Buffalo Bills fans. I do, too, because they're a really good, actually a really good fan base. I really like their it's fan base. It's the same for the Browns. The Browns have a really good fan base. They but. It's just sad that two of the best fan bases in all the NFL have the crappiest teams. Yeah, because the Browns really do have a fan base. Like, they're so loyal. You know, if you can pack a stadium for a team that would most years not win as much as three games year in and year out, then you're a damn good fan base. Well, here's the problem is the Buffalo Bills are like that dude that comes home and his girl's always in bed with someone different, and he just, like, stays with her. And so, like, Buffalo's Bills fans have been cheated their whole lives. I mean, they got cheated by y'all with that that Nashville miracle. Not cheated. Music the, City miracle. The Music City miracle. They lost four Super Bowls because they had to run into, like, I don't know, maybe. The franchise Cowboys. Maybe three of the best coaches in four years. Because remember, they played Washington with Joe Gibbs. They played New York with Bill Parcells. <laughs> and then they played Jimmy Johnson and the Cowboys. And it's like, good grief. Why can't we get... The Packers. So I think Buffalo. I think those Buffalo Bills would have beat the Packers in any of those years because I think Brett Favre wasn't really Brett Favre yet. Anyways, I digress. Uh, who the oh Packers? But okay, so I've got Buffalo winning seventeen thirteen. You've got uh, Detroit winning twenty four thirteen. Um, uh, Packers at the Bears. Bears. Mm. That's going to be a hard score because the Bear, their Bears offense is so wishy-washy. Their defense is stellar, though. Um, I'm going to go 20... 24 to 23. I think it's going to be one of those last second type games. It's going to be, I think it's going to be one of those that, I think it's going to be one of those games where the Bears have to make a defensive stop to win the division. Yeah, because they clinched the division with this, which I'm surprised they haven't already clinched it. But And, and can I just say... Go Bears. Thank you for finally unseating Aaron Rodgers. Finally. Somebody. Finally. Well, Minnesota won that division last year. So, still, the more people that do it, the better. So, you don't. I, I, I'm so tired of people blowing Aaron Rodgers like he's the greatest thing to ever touch a football field. Would it's you like ridiculous. to re- Would you like to reword that? No, I really would not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. 
Oh my goodness, they're gonna get us fired. But yeah, like I get you. Like I'm kind of off the Aaron Rodgers thing myself. I'm just tired of, and it's him too. Like it would be different if he was like a halfway. I'm not saying he's a bad person, but like I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like anything about that he's dude. A, uh, he's an oaf. That's what he is. He's yeah, a, he's a big oaf. That's what he is. Like he doesn't really do much for me in that sense. So I'm gonna go Chicago also. Uh, twenty-three to seventeen. Um, I just I don't have much faith in Aaron Rodgers. I've had him on fantasy all year. He hasn't exactly done me a whole bunch of favors. I think it's going to be more of the same, kind of like a that one game I picked. I think I think that for the Bears, it's going to be a lot of Tariq Cohen and a lot of Allen Robinson, and then there's going to be a lot of good defense in that game. Then I think for the Packers, it's going to be a lot of Darvin Adams. Or not Darvin Adams, what is his name? Uh, the the guy that, that Adams, the guy that plays receiver for the Packers. Oh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's Devontae. I think he gets, like on the Julio game, I think it's going to be like the Falcons. It's going to be him getting two touchdowns, and it's going to be field goals the rest of the way. Yeah, uh, that's why I've only, I've only got them scoring – Two touchdowns Can myself. Can we talk about how he might be one of the most underrated, if not the most underrated receiver in the league this year? Devontae Adams? Yes. I have not. Go, go look up go look up his stats and, and tell me what you think. Because that guy has been for as bad as Yeah. For as bad as that offense has been, that guy has been balling this year. Devontae Adams has ninety two receptions for eleven hundred and ninety six yards and twelve touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, and no one's talking about him. And to your Tariq Cohen point, do you know Tariq Cohen leads the Bears in receiving? That's not a surprise. Well, it's kind of a surprise, but I think it would have been Allen Robinson had it been for the him being healthy all year long. Right, I think they kind of just they kind of spread the ball around a lot. So their leading receiver has seven hundred yards. I Tariq- tried to tell him. I tried to tell him about my boy Mitch. Man, I tried to tell him he was going to be the best quarterback of that class. I told him. Stop. Oh, my goodness. Like, he is going to not win. Mitchell Trubisky's okay. I'm trying to tell you, just because he went to North Carolina, and I know you don't care about North Carolina football. I don't. I'm trying to tell you. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't think Mitch Trubisky was going to be like Blake Bortles bad. But I don't – he's still – Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, yeah, that might be an overreach because wasn't that – wasn't uh, – Patrick Mahomes in yes. that class. Okay, second best quarterback <laughs> in that class. Deshaun Watts is having a better year than him this year. Yeah, I think he's long run. I think Trubisky's going to be better than Deshaun Watson. Well, I, th- I think I think it's going to be by default. I think Deshaun Watson is going to take too many shots and end up getting damaged because Houston probably won't. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky has twenty five hundred and seventy nine yards with twenty one touchdowns now, and twelve interceptions. Yeah, I, I, now for the Bears, that's good. I, I always said I thought. That like, whenever he got drafted, I thought that Trubisky would be really, really good. I thought he could, could be the best quarterback in that class. Except, And then I said if he wasn't, that it would be Patrick Mahomes. Well. <laughs> I would like to get these audio tapes. I mean, I didn't have it on audio at the time because <laughs> I wasn't on radio. Thank you for the blessing of 12OutSportsRadio.com. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we've, we beat this game to death um, in a game I really – I mean – it's, it's going to be cool because it's Packers-Bears, and hopefully the Packers don't wear those stupid, ugly blue and yellow oh. uniforms. I hate those so much. <laughs> dude, there's another game. There's so many bad games this week, dude. We got the Raiders at the Bengals. Uh, Bengals. 
<laughs> I'm going to pick the Raiders just because. I hope the Raiders win. You know why? We discussed this last Sunday. Oh, because. Because if they win, that's another team that's not in the running for the number one pick in the draft. Oh, yeah, and that's why I think they're going to win, because I think Oakland should lose, and they're just going to find a way to mess around and, and beat the and Because Derek Carr won't lose on it. I mean, he just won't. Yeah, Derek, Derek, like, you can't tell Derek Carr to go out there and tank. He's going to be like, okay, coach, and then he'll go out there like 300 yards and three touchdowns. And the coach's like, what the hell? And he's like, I don't know how to lose, coach. Like, it's like, you don't want me to win. You want me to lose? Trade me. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lose so you can draft my replacement. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not stupid, Johnny. I'm not stupid, coach. <laughs> okay, Chucky, calm down. I'm not I'm not doing that. Oh man. Uh You could be right though. You could be right. I mean he balled last week. He's got thirty four hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns, and eight interceptions. And with really no help. Yeah. His leading receiver is a tight end. Yes, and Doug Martin's got 477 yards and three touchdowns. They've been so bad. Mm-hmm. Though, who is this Tyler Boyd dude that leads the Bengals in receiving? Like, I, for the longest time, I thought it was Tosh Boyd playing wide receiver, but it's not. I have no idea who this dude is. He played a pit. Oh, that's why I didn't know who it was. Dude, dude was he catching passes from Nathan Peterman at one point? Uh, no, he's been, been in Cincinnati the whole time. No, no, no. I'm talking about when he was at college in Pittsburgh. You said he's from Pitt? He might have been. Yeah, because, I mean, he, he hasn't been in the league that long. That'd be interesting. Hey, if anybody out there watches uh, Pittsburgh Panthers football, let us know if Nate Peterman was out here throwing touchdowns to, uh, is it Tyler Boyd? Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember he was one of the years, several years back, he was a receiver I kind of wanted. I'm, I'm happy for the kid, though. I, he... he he was a, he was pretty good in college. I remember that much. And Nate, maybe Nate Peterman because he came in in 2016. So and Nate Peterman came in I that think might last have been year. That Palco guy a quarterback then though. That Tyler Palco or whatever his name was. Dude, I, don't I have no idea who that dude is. Uh, I watch entirely too much college football. Do you have a score for this super trash game? Um, let's go 17 to three, Bengals. And I've got Oakland winning 21-9. Is oh, Jeff Driscoll's playing quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah. That that's if, if, the if Andy don't if, have any kind of defense either. So yeah, if Andy Dalton was playing in this game, I would I would totally pick the Bengals. Oh, it would it'd be a dub if it was. Oh yeah, I'd be like Andy Dalton. I'd be like I'd, I'd be like 35-3. Yeah. <laughs> but I ain't putting no faith in no damn Jeff Driscoll. I ain't, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a reputation out here to uphold. I ain't gonna be out here picking no damn Jeff Driscoll to win nothing. It's like all this like Nate. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my money on Nate Peterman not to throw an interception this week. It's like betting on Jameis to not throw an interception. All right. Uh, there's a game I. Oh, we'll go ahead and talk about it. Cowboys Colts. Because you hate the Cowboys, but you need the Colts to lose. So you're in a terrible position. Mm-hmm. We should watch this game together. I should definitely not watch <laughs> this game. I'm just going to have to hope for the best. Cowboys win. Um, let me think here. Thirty-one 
21-21. Said 31-21? You're picking who? Cowboys. 31-21? I'm going to pick Indianapolis. Uh, I think Dallas is feeling themselves. They've won like four, five, four games in a row or something like yeah, their that. Their defense is legit, though. I will give them that. Their, and their defense is legit. So I'm going to pick. The, I'm going to pick in Indianapolis, twenty to seventeen, just because that four hundred something yard thing that Dak did last week. I know Ian was throwing out the numbers. I'm not buying that as a constant thing. Now Amari Cooper yeah. definitely makes them better, and it's not really because it, it's a little because of Dak, but I just their play calling sucks. Like, mm-hmm. like their play calling is so elementary, and they don't do a lot of things that makes. I just think that I don't know. I'll never know how good Dak Prescott is until they really get him a coordinator that, that that forces us to learn if he's good. Because right now they're totally okay with Dak going out here throwing for 150 yards if they're winning, which is cool because winning is the objective. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not buying that as like a norm. Because, I mean, most of the time their offense struggles. Now, Amari Cooper makes them so much better. But here's the other problem. Jerry Jones has already come out and said Sean Lee's getting his starting job back. And they're going to bench that Van Der Esch dude. That's not happening. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they'll split snaps. But at the same time, it's like, sit Sean Lee's broke ass down. Not broke as in, like, he ain't got money. But broke as, like, he always getting hurt. He's, he's made a glass. It was, yeah, because he's, he's always hurt. And Cowboys friends are like, Sean Lee, Sean Lee. And he's always hurt. So, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This has been the Kicker and the Outlaw featuring the villain on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. And tune in. We will be right back after these messages. And Dirk comes back tonight. Hello, and thanks for listening. If that makes any kind of sense and you didn't record it, did you? Nope. I didn't record, <laughs> I didn't record anything since we came back from commercial break. Oh, Lord. I'm, and I even wrote on a piece of paper to record it. But uh, So, real quick. Luckily, well, since we came back from commercial break, we've only covered one game. And it's been the Denver and the Cleveland game. So, once again, this has been the Kicker and the Outlaw on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. I am a terrible producer. I apologize. But we've been talking about how Case Keenum and Dak Prescott are similar in a lot of ways. That they're they're not trash, but they're very serviceable. Yeah. And then I went on this really long tangent about really trash quarterbacks that'll fool you. Ryan Fitzpatrick being the king of the club, Mark Sanchez. And our prediction on the game was me thirty eight thirteen and you twenty seven thirteen. Yeah. So all you really missed was a bunch of rambling. Yeah. And so, but here, Ed, the good news is, is that when you go back and listen to this podcast, it's going to be a little shorter than usual, but we still got 20 minutes. So it'll end up being a, you know, a 47 minute podcast. So it'll still be good, better than the 23 one. And we haven't told our crazy news story, so we didn't miss anything. So yeah. Um, and we, we both think that, that uh, Baker Mayfield's going to struggle in the weather. And so yeah. that's basically all you missed. So, um, Bucks and Raven. Who? Tampa and Baltimore. Where's the gun? Baltimore. Not Baltimore. Easy, but I think me it's too. And I need them to lose. Bro. I need them to lose too. Trust me. I just <sighs> Tampa Bay at Baltimore. Their offense is just not good. If 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 
the Ravens come across any kind of defense, they're they're beat this year because they have no offense at all. Yeah, like they're winning games with Lamar Jackson out here throwing for like 120 yards mm-hmm. and then rushing, and that's not sustainable. And I don't care how like they're like you could define an offense like that. No, you can't because you're going to get your quarterback killed because they're just not, quarterbacks aren't take aren't built to take the kind of beating that they would take running that kind of offense. Now I think it's smart that this year they're having him run something he's familiar with because yeah. you, you don't want him out there just drops like three step drops and then reading defenses when he didn't even think he was going to play this year. And so. I think I think that the uh, the Ravens are being smart with how they're using him, but I don't think they're. they're I mean, obviously, you saw that first game. They were like, "Nope, you are not throwing the ball mm-hmm. unless we absolutely need you to throw the ball." And so, and then they kind of let him open it up a little bit. But yeah, I'm with you. I just Tampa Bay. I just don't trust anything about Tampa Bay. Me either. They've got one Super Bowl, and I'm still amazed they got that one because I, I mean, they're just you just Can can't I just. So why do we have to bring up that Super Bowl? Because that year that they played the Raiders in the Super Bowl, both Tennessee and San Francisco lost in the conference championship game. Oh, well, don't worry. I had to lose the Super Bowl to Aaron Rodgers and to the Dallas Cowboys yeah, in my that, life. So. That, that was awful. I was I was one step away from both both teams that I like and root for making the Super Bowl, and then neither one of them gets there. I thought the Rams were in the conference championship game with them that year. It was like 9-7. Raiders beat... The Raiders beat Tennessee to get there, and the Bucks beat San Francisco to get there. I think they beat the Rams like in the round before that. So freaking horrible! I remember I was so depressed after that. After that weekend, I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so what? What would you have done if it was San Francisco and Tennessee? Been on cloud nine because I would have had somebody I root for win a championship one way that is that is true like that'd be like the the perfect win-win like you would get like you would win regardless I mean you would lose but at least one of your team that's why I only have like one team so I don't ever want to be in that position like the the closest one tennis it's like like in college football when Arkansas played TCU it's like it's like I'm not pulling against Arkansas baby man college is even harder because it's just like Oh, it's like when your two favorite teams, Duke and North Carolina, play. <laughs> well, let's move on. But yeah, um, 20, 23 to uh, 16. 23 16, Baltimore. I've got Baltimore winning 17-7. You know what? I'll give Tampa Bay 10 because somebody might need a, a kicker on their fantasy team. I don't think Baltimore can score, and I think that Baltimore is going to make Jameis Winston start turning the ball over again. And so, that's basically my logic behind that game. Dolphins Viking. Game's at Minnesota, right? Another game that I really need the Dolphins to lose. See, now I'm in a predicament because I just got done ranting and raving all week about how Kirk Cousins can't win big games and he can't beat a team with a winning record. And then the Dolphins come out here and have a winning record on accident. And so, like, everything tells me that I should pick Kirk Cousins to lose this game. But I think I think he gets his fifth win against a team over 500. Pause, however. The Vikings did just fire their offensive coordinator this week. Yeah, which was stupid because I don't think he was the problem. I think he the problem is your quarterback is trash. Like, no, I'm, I think their head coach is trash. Mike Zimmer? 
They went 13 and 3 last year, and all of a sudden their coach is trash. You got a better quarterback, and you still can't win. They don't have a better quarterback. I'll give him a pass, though, because injuries. Dude, so, so, oh my gosh, we're doing this again with Kirk Cousins. It's never his fault ever in the history of whatever. Like, at some point, Kirk Cousins has to go win a big game. Like, he's the one throwing the football. Now, I don't know if Mike Zimmer's a good coach or not, but it sure seems like it. he's getting Aaron Rodgers treatment. Like, you know how, like, they never blame Aaron Rodgers for it? Well, the media never blames Aaron Rodgers for anything, even though he's thrown, like, 930 balls out of bounds this year. So, but I've already, everyone already knows how I feel about Kirk Cousins, and... I don't know if their coach is good or not. I'm picking Miami to win this game um, against my better judgment. I'm going to pick Miami to win 28. No, I'm going to have to kick a field goal. I got them, I got them 27 to 24. The Dolphins are dumb, so they're going to do something stupid in this game. I just feel it. Like, uh, it's going to be some kind of ridiculous odd score because the Dolphins doing some ignorant stuff where they get a safety or something. Uh, let's go with 33 to 33 to 20. Yeah, 33 to 20. Who you got? Minnesota. You still out here believing in Kirk Cousins? Yep. I, I, all right. We got to hurry up because we got 13 minutes to talk about. One, two, three, four, five, Pat seven Steelers. games. I'm going to totally go with my heart on this one. I got Pittsburgh winning this game. They should have beat them the last time they played them in the regular season. We got a touchdown thrown away. Is James Conner going to play? I think James, they're hopeful James Conner is going to play. But I just if think. If he didn't play, y'all aren't winning. I think we can win without him. I don't think we have to run the ball against New England. I think their defense is super suspect. So I'm going to pick Pittsburgh 27-24. And Jesse James is going to catch the winning touchdown, and it's going to actually count this time. I'm going New England 28-24. I already had you wrote in. I already had you wrote in, wrote in for New England. I don't know how I knew you were going to go that direction. Um, Eagles ran. Wait a minute. Never mind. I'm superstitious. I'm going to England 27-24. And I, that way, maybe Pittsburgh can win in spite of me. Who you got? What's the next game? Eagles-Rams. <laughs> is it a game? I don't care where the game is. Doesn't matter. Rams by a lot. 38-10. Uh, to 10. I've got it even bigger. I've got uh, I've got it 41-17. to 17. I don't even know how the Eagles are going to score 17 points, but I think they're about to get stomped in this game. I don't think it's going to be close. Their Sorry, defense, Grady. Their defense is atrocious. Dude, everything about Philadelphia is atrocious. Like They're like they're the most talented, worst bro, team let, I've seen in that forever. Bro, you let Dak Prescott nearly throw for 500 yards on you. Yes. Yes. Like, how is that even possible? <laughs> okay. That one's done. Saints-Panthers. That's the Monday game. Oh, before we get to that one, we still got to cover. I, I, I know. Just do it anyway, though. If I'm, I got a plan here. New Orleans, is it at Carolina? Uh, yeah. I don't care. I'm going New Orleans. Yeah, same thing. New Orleans by a lot. Uh, I'm doing giving them more than 
the Rams this week. 45 to... <laughs> four, no, actually not 45. 43 to... 24. I'm going to go 38 to... 18. I don't know how the hell they're going to get to 18. But, uh, yeah, I've got New Orleans blowing them out the water. Uh, we still got to cover the R words at some point. Yeah, R's and, R's and uh, Swamp Kittens. This might be the first time in the history of this show that I might pick a tie. I have no idea who's supposed to win this stupid game. You've got <laughs> Cody... So bad. You, you, you've got Cody Kessler and... Who's even playing? Like, who's starting? Josh Johnson. I think Jacksonville's got a better defense, so I'm going to pick Jacksonville. Has there ever been a team that tied a game and been at 0-0? Dude, this might be the game. (laughs) This might be the game that somebody did it to tie 0-0. And I'm I'm being completely serious. I've got Jacksonville winning (laughs) 9-0. Like, like, I'm being completely serious that this might be a game that gets tied 0-0. Like, let's go with... But, yeah, let's go with the R's at 6-0. Like... <laughs> they are terrible. This game, this might be one of the top five worst games ever played. The over under is thirty six. So that's they might get six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville's favored by seven and a half. I'll go. Actually, I'll make it fun. I'll go with a baseball score. Let's go three to two. Uh, ours. <laughs> three to two, and you're going Washington. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going Jacksonville. Like. <laughs> How do I get a safety? So I, six, I'm going eight zero. Yeah, we're gonna have. This, I'm going eight zero. Two field goals and a safety. Because I'm pretty sure that Josh Johnson won't remember that you're not supposed to get tackled in the end zone. <laughs> oh lord. <sighs> okay. Now we're still missing a game. Uh, ours. Yeah. No. No. I'm missing no, two. Our game. Seahawks forty nine. Oh, you saved your last two for last. You greedy bastard. I did. You're fired. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're not fired. Forty nine ers Seahawks. It's more of the same from the Seahawks. They dominate us right now. Uh, don't think they'll score as much against us in San and uh, at, at San Francisco's house as they did in Seattle. I think it'll still be a Seattle win. I think it'll be thirty one to twenty eight. I think it'll be close because Nick Mullins has been beasting. I've got Seattle also, but I've got it a little less and a little less scoring just because Russell Wilson didn't look great even though they beat Minnesota. Um, he doesn't have to look great, so I've got this game uh, 24 to 23. I think I'll, I think they're going to – I think San Francisco is better than people think they are. They just don't have a quarterback, and – and you, you need to keep drafting because they, when all them dudes look like quit their jobs and retired, and during that whole Kaepernick year after Harbaugh left, and, and they were like, "Hey, Tom Sula's the coach," and everyone's like, "We ain't playing football for this dude," and so everybody quit their jobs. So I'm, I'm talking in circles. I've got Seattle winning this game, but I think San Francisco will score late to make it close. Jack. And then last game, my boys, Titans against the Giants. Is that is that in New York? Yep. I got the Giants. I'm not gonna lie, it scares me. This game scares me to death because this could be a game that very very easily ends our year. 
Yes. And it would be the hands of Eli Manning. I think we win this game, but I'm not confident that we will win this game. Like, I don't know. I'm so, I'm, I'm like completely dead on the fence on this one. Like, it's like I said last week, it, it you never know which Titans team is going to show up. You, you just never know. It could be the team that wins wins in a close game. It could be the team that blows somebody out. It could be the team that gets blown out or loses a close game. It's just you never know which team is going to come out. And y'all cannot afford to lose this game. We can't lose any games. None. None. Zero. We have to win out. Um, I'm going to give us this win. I think it's going to be... 27 to 24. But I very, very, very easily could see us losing this game. I've got the Giants winning 31-28 on a last-second field goal. That sounds about right. Just so when the next time I see you, you'll be like, hey, Dave, how did the Titans game go? And then you can be mad at me and, and yeah. So... We both picked Kansas City. We both picked Houston. We both picked Atlanta. I picked Buffalo, and you picked Detroit. We both picked Chicago. I picked Oakland. You picked the Bengal Kittens. Uh, I picked Indianapolis. You picked Dallas. Uh, we both picked Denver. Both picked Baltimore. I picked Miami. You picked Minnesota. We both picked New England. Both picked the Rams. Both picked New Orleans. Uh, you had to pick somebody, so you picked Washington. To win three to two, <laughs> and I picked Jacksonville to win eight to zero. We both picked Seattle. I picked the Giants in Tennessee. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six games that we disagreed on. So we, we agreed on we agreed on about ten of them. So, and which means that you'll probably get them all right, and I'll probably lose. So we have five minutes left in the show. Switch forty one returns for the Dallas Mavericks today. Oh, uh, Dirk the Jerk? No, I'm kidding. He's not a jerk. I like Dirk. <laughs> yes. The man, Dirk Nowitzki, is coming back to the Dallas Mavericks today. First game back of the year. Yeah, I've been I've been interested because I want to kind of see like if him and Doncic can ever be on the court at the same time. And that'd be interesting. I think they can because Dirk can shoot. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that I, if Dirk's healthy, I mean, is this his last year? It'll be his last year. I mean, he's missed most of this year already, so... Okay, so what's Dirk's legacy? Since we have four minutes, we can talk about this. Greatest power forward to ever play the game. You think so? Absolutely. He was better than Tim Duncan. Yes. Yes. Dirk, you're, you're off your rocker. Dirk Nowitzki was not better than Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan in his prime? Better passer. Better shooter. Okay. Not a better rebounder. Not a better shot blocker. And... He, he was a, played longer. He played like two years longer, okay? But, I mean, that, that's your opinion. I mean, I don't think that's crazy because, I mean, Dirk is higher on the scoring list. It it's is, 1A and 1B. Okay, okay. I mean... And, and Duncan's in that weird spot where he's really a center. He really played yeah. like a center. He didn't... He, 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 there are no attributes about Tim Duncan that tell me, like, when you look and at really, Kevin McHale, he's and, a power and, forward. And really, Dirk played like a 
like a bigger small forward. Yes. Like I've always viewed Dirk as a small forward, even though he's, you know, seven foot and he played the power seven, forward. Seven foot small forward. That's Be crazy. Yeah, because Dirk played like a small forward. It's like Kevin Durant might play the four, but I mean he he he's a he's damn near a shooting guard. <laughs> Yeah, and me saying that Tim Duncan's better than Dirk Nowitzki is not like any disrespect to Dirk. I mean, I think, I think there for a very long without the championship, I think Dirk gets overlooked. And the fact is, he was the face of a franchise that was making the playoffs every year for like ten years in a row. Mm -hmm. And that franchise was nothing. I mean, yeah, no, no, the franchise was nothing before Dirk Nowitzki got there. If it hadn't been for Dirk, that Dallas might not have a team right now. Dead, dead serious. If, if, if Dirk didn't do what he did, because Dallas was bad, bad. Oh yeah, yeah, they were they, they were super awful. They they were really really bad. Like if, if that would have hadn't been for Dirk reviving that franchise and turning them around, Dallas wouldn't have a team right now. You think so? You think that? I, I absolutely think that. If it wasn't for for Dirk and Steve Nash and Michael Finley. They, you, they would not have a team in Dallas right now. Could you say the same thing for Chris Webber and Mike Bibby and Vlade Divac somehow keeping that franchise in Sacramento? I'll say it even this much. If it wasn't for the team that's in Sacramento right now and them improving, they would be gone right now. I think they'd be going to Seattle. Yeah, I do too. I think they'd be the Seattle Super Kings. Super. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yes. Ian, please re retweet that part of the segment where I called them the, the, C the Seattle Super Kings. I do think Seattle needs a team. Did you see that? Uh, yes, they definitely need a basketball team. Did you see the Suns owner, though, threatening to leave Phoenix? I did not see that. Yeah, go look that up here on after we get off the show. But uh, the Suns owner was threatening, threatening to just, like, he was fed up and he said he's, like, done with the fan base basically like he's threatening to leave well how can he be threatened with the fan base when they've been terrible ever since steve nash left yeah like they've been god awful we've got 24 seconds 21 seconds this has been the kicker and the outlaw on 12 ounce sports radio and tuned in sorry for the little bit of technical difficulties today but i am obviously not destined to be a producer any closing thoughts nope tighten up welcome back Dirk. Welcome back, Dirk, uh, and this has been The Kicker and the Outlaw. We will see you all later. All right, we are off the air. Let me pause this. Stop.